Summer's almost here. Yay, right? So, when's the last time you tried on your swimsuits and summer clothes? If you could get back into summer shape in one visit, would you do it? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. In me, absolutely. The weapons of our warfare are not caught. But through Almighty God to the pulling down of strongholds. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I pour down every stronghold that has delayed and hindered the promise of God in my life. Father, we declare that freedom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, cover our mind and thoughts with the blood of Jesus. I receive healing with help through the blood. I rebuke and cast out all sin of guilt, shame, and condemnation. I remove false burdens. I break and release from curses. I command every demon hiding and operating behind a curse to come out now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. I send confusion against every satanic attack coming against me. I quench every fire of wickedness now in the name of Jesus. I am redeemed. I choose life. I rebuke the winds and storms of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. And every strategy of hell is exposed. I am a king and a son of God. I break down the high places right now in the name of Jesus by the Spirit of God. I decree and declare that the spirit of intercession is being birthed in me and you right now. I pour down every religious spirit, every traditional spirit. I call forth the wind of God to blow upon these spirits that are not of you. God, right now, O living God, right now, anointing, anointing, follow the hearts of your people. Right now, in the name of Jesus, humility be their portion. Wrap around them. Holiness and sanctification be their perfume. Hallelujah. So that their hearts will be able to pursue God. I speak that we are covered by the blood of Jesus, protected under the wings of the Almighty God. As we yield to Him and become part of His time, army, marching, and victories on our knees. Rising up in supernatural authority to destroy the works of the enemy. We overthrow, overrule the plans of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. We snatch the souls of men and women and boys and girls from his, from his hand through the conquering shed blood of the Lamb and the authority of the Word in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior. Our Heavenly Father and power of the Holy Spirit. It is so, and so it is. The whole man shall be a desolation, yet I will not cause total destruction. For this reason, the earth shall mourn and the heavens above shall become dark, because I have spoken. I have decided I will not change my mind, nor will I turn back from it. 
every city run away at the sound of horsemen and, and, and archers. They go into the thickets and climb among the rocks. Every city is deserted and no man lives in them. And you, O oh desolate one, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with scarlet, though you adorn yourself with ornament of gold, though you anoint your eyes with paint, Hallelujah. You make yourself beautiful in vain. Your lovers, Alice, to despise you. They seek your life. For I heard a cry like a woman in labor. The anguish of one giving birth to her child. The cry of the daughter of Zion. Who gasped for air. Who stretched out her hands saying, Whoa, it's me. Me, my judgment comes. Lord, I believe that all things are possible with me. Your word tells me that there is nothing too hard for you. That what is impossible with man is possible with God. I put my faith in you. And you alone, O God, your teacher shall teach me that I can pray for anything. And if I believe it, I can have it. Lord, I believe that you are the Son of God. That you, Jesus, died for my sin. Although I'm not worthy, I believe that all things are possible with and through you. My Lord Jesus Christ, hear my prayer now. Amen. Oh Lord, I know not to put my trust or faith in man, but only in you alone. I trust your wisdom, oh Lord. Jesus, you instructed us to trust in you with all of our heart and not to depend on our own understanding. I trust you with every fiber of myself. I seek your will and purpose in my life. Now direct my path, O oh Lord. You already know my needs. Help me not to worry. Keep me focused on you, El Shaddai, my all-sufficient, everlasting source. Lord, you said to you said you said that if I keep knocking at the door, Hallelujah. And you told me that if I keep asking, it shall be given. If I keep looking, I shall find it. You told me that if I keep knocking at the door, it will be open. So, Lord, I have been knocking and looking and asking for your wisdom, God, to understand, to get through these obstacles before me, to bring me to my place of destiny in you. I am your child, Lord. Open this door and let me pass with blessings and favor from your mighty hand, straight from heaven above. Father, rain down your favor on me. Let it be such a downpour that I cannot contain it all. Let it spill over to my children around me. I decree and declare your word in Matthew 7 and 7 and 11. Lord, give me the faith of the Roman soldier who asked you to heal, Father. Do not look away from me and cast me into darkness. Instead, show your favor strong in me as only my Lord and Savior can. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God. Oh Lord, I cry out to you to answer my prayers quickly. Answer me, oh Lord. I'm desperate for you and you alone. Please do not turn from me. Show your order my steps. Oh, show me, oh God. Order my steps and which the way you want me to go. Then the next and the next and the next. Never stop lighting and directing my path of life. Enlighten my eyes to see 4040. Divide me. Feet as high as feet to step forward. Illuminate my mind to obey. Listen and hear your voice. Hands the world by speaking in the Holy Spirit of all times and agape heart to submit and love. In the name of Jesus, continually show me your favor, your glory. Keep your hands in me. Enlarge and increase my coast and territory, O 
Lord. I welcome the Holy Spirit to help me in the mighty name of Jesus in all of my ways, in my affairs, in my family, in my ministry, in my business, in my divine kingdom assignment. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I come in the name of the resurrected Jesus Christ, who we are and whom we serve, that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and everything in heaven and in earth shall under the earth, that every tongue shall confess that Lord Jesus Christ is Lord. In the name of Jesus, I stand on this dispensation of words according to Ephesians 1 13 of the grace of God, which is given to me of the revelation of Jesus, who made known unto me the mysteries of which I have understood his divine knowledge and the mysteries of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealing unto his holy apostles, prophets by the, by the Spirit. Now that the Gentiles shall be, be uh, fellow heirs and the same body, partakers of the promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. I humble myself unto God, the grace given unto me to preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the extent that now into the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom I boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him wherefore I desire that I faint not in the tribulations which is of the glory of God alone in the mighty name of Jesus Christ amen the glory to God come on let's travel in day 11 praying for divine healing through the blood of Jesus my God my God it's something about the blood it is in the blood in the name of Jesus I apply the blood of Jesus to every hidden sickness in my life I sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet I hold the blood of Jesus as a shield against any power of sickness in my life in the name of Jesus through the blood of Jesus. I have been redeemed out of every sickness. Through the blood of Jesus, I am healed. Through the blood of Jesus, I have the life of God in me. Let the blood of Jesus stand between any sickness in me. I curse every work of darkness in my life to dry to the roots of the blood of Jesus. I defeat paralyzed and eased by the blood of Jesus, of the spirit of infirmity, unto limited death. Inherit to sickness, uh, dream attackers. Uh, let the power of the blood of Jesus be released on my behalf and let it speak against every. Let it speak uh, against every evil uh, dead bone in my body. Uh, I draw a circle of the blood of Jesus around me and my family and my children, uh, around his ministry, uh, around Jesus Christ, his ministry, uh, around his business uh, that he has given up to me to look over uh, in the mighty name of Jesus uh, and everything that tries to come up against me, uh, every error of infirmity. Uh, I cast you down with the mind of God. Uh, I overcome every spirit of infirmity by the blood of the Lamb, no spirit or power or personality shall be able 
able to put any sickness on me uh, because I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, let the blood of Jesus speak destruction unto every evil growth of my life. Uh, let the blood of Jesus speak disappearance uh, into the infirmity of my life. Uh, let the blood of Jesus speak peace uh, into every organ of my body uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, let the blood of Jesus speak healing uh, into every organ of my body. Uh, let the blood of Jesus dry up every evil tree uh, being used against health. Uh, I render every evil power with Malaysia against my health uh, and poked by the blood of Jesus. Uh, let the blood of Jesus minister defeat uh, against every sickness in my life. Uh, I minister death unto the enemy of good health in my life. Uh, by the blood of Jesus, uh, I decree and declare good health. Uh, I find the stand power of any sickness that the blood of Jesus that tries to stay in my body. I cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. I hold the blood of Jesus against you. Uh, you spirit of poverty, you spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Jesus. I cast you out and every spirit that's not of God in my bloodline, right now you have to flee. I hold the blood of Jesus against you. I hold the blood of Jesus against you. Against every spirit of stagnation in my life, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of fear, every spirit of procrastination, every spirit of delay in the name of Jesus. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Thank you, hallelujah, we thank you, hallelujah, we give you glory, we give you glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus, amen, glory. Let's go ahead and give God praise, amen, hallelujah, we thank God, hasha, kata, kariabashia, oh, we give God the glory, come on, let's glorify the Lord, hallelujah, let's give God the glory, hallelujah, let's give God the glory, hallelujah, come on, let's glorify God, hasha, kariabashia, Oh, let's give God the glory. Come on, let's praise God. Let's give him the glory. Hallelujah. Let's give him the praise. Let's lift up his name. Come on, come on. Oh, we just thank God on this evening. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God. Come on, let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Come on and thank God. Come on, come on. Hashakata Brosa Kariyama Siyama Shiyama Saya. Yes, that's right. Praise him. Come on and praise him. Come on. Hashikoto Kariyama Saya. Takariyama Tikoroshi Emesi. We thank God. We thank God. It's something about when we pray. And we evoke the heavens to come before we even start anything. Amen. And I thank God that we continue to pray by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because it's nothing like praying. Hallelujah. And touching and agreeing before we do anything. Amen. Because we want to invoke the spirit of God. Hallelujah. We want to make sure that it's not us, but that God is in the midst of all that we're doing on this evening. Amen. I told you that it's not like before we're not 
doing things the way we usually do things. No, 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 no. We have to do things the way that God is telling us to do things in this time and season. Hallelujah. I believe that God has changed. Hallelujah. Guards and he's invoking us to do things according to how he wants us to do it. Amen. So sometimes you may have to go along. Sometimes you may have to do it alone. But guess what? That's all right. You just stay right there and continue to obey God. Because I'm telling you, in the midst of your obedience, heavens are evoked on your behalf. And God is moving strategically on your behalf. Hallelujah. So come on, let's just give God some praise. Amen. On this evening. Amen. As we continue to go. Hallelujah. Before God. Amen. And I tell you that I know for sure that God is doing some great things in our lives. Amen. So you just have to continue to stand on the word and trust God in it. Amen. Don't wait. Keep on evoking heaven. Keep on pulling on God because God wants us to continue, hallelujah, to pull on him. Amen. It's something when we pull on God. It's something when we constantly um, ask God for whatever it is. Amen. It's not like we're begging God, but see, the thing is God wants us to bust open heaven. He wants things to be released. So we have to continue to remind him that his word is true and everything that's in his word that he has promised us that it shall be given unto us. Amen. And glory to God. So come on, I tell you, we're in a place right now of just evoking the spirit of God to come. Amen. I thank God for what he's doing. I thank God for what he has done in our lives. Amen. I thank God for you. And I thank God for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and continue and just get into a place. Amen. Of worship, of praise, through the word. Amen. That's right. Tonight, we're in a place of prophetic teaching on God's word. Amen. As we also pray and intercede on behalf of God's people. Amen. So come on. I tell you, it's nothing like being in God's presence one more time. I know sometimes we say it don't take all of that, but come on somebody. It takes all of that. Hallelujah. It takes that and more. Hallelujah. Because when you just continue to evoke heaven and continue to call down heaven, I'm telling you, God begins to move on your behalf. You know, sometimes people say, well, you already prayed that. Should you continue to keep on praying? You got to keep on praying until it happens. You can't just stop praying. You got to keep on praying and telling God, hey, God, you said and you said and you said I needed to manifest. Amen. And don't come about that prayer until it's been answered. And keep on praying about something else. Amen. And something else because we have to continue to pray without ceasing. In this time, in this season, amen. So we just thank God for who he is, amen. Because God is God, hallelujah. He is the God that is above, amen. He is our Jehovah Jireh, amen. He is our Jehovah Nisi, my God. He is our Jehovah El Shaddai, Jesus Christ. He is the exalted God. He is the God of most high. He is the highest God. He is the gods of gods. He is the God almighty. Hallelujah. He is our glory. He is the king of glory. He is the father of glory. Hallelujah. He is that he is. He is the I am. He is the bread of life. He is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
He is the commander of the army of the Lord. He is a man of war. He is a mighty warrior. He is a mighty one of Jacob. He is great. He is an awesome God. He is our strength. He is the Lord, our banner. We must exalt him. Amen. He is the God of Israel. Amen. He is the strength of Israel. Amen. He is the arm of Israel. Amen. He is the hand of Israel. Amen. He is God. Hallelujah. We continue to lift up God because he is God and he is the God that lifts. Oh my God. He is just awesome. Amen. He is the God of might. He is almighty God. El Shaddai. He is the mighty God Shaddai. He is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Yahweh Sabbath. He is the commander of the army of the Lord. He is the mighty one. He is a great and awesome God. He is the Lord our banner. Yahweh Nisi. He is the eternal God. He is the El that I am. I said that he is not me. But God is the M that I am. Amen. Meaning that God is him. Hallelujah. Nobody can take away from who God is. I don't care how much they try. I don't care what they do. They cannot take away who God is. Amen. Because he is Yahweh. Amen. He is Yah, Lord. Everlasting God. Eternal God. Eli Olam. Hallelujah. Everlasting Father. He is the rock of eternal. He's one who inhabits eternity. He is the ancients of days, the first and the last, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, who is and who was and who is to come, one who lives forever. He is the true and living God. I am talking about our God, our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the God of our creator. He is our architect. He is our builder. He's the builder of all things. Hallelujah. He is a builder of Jerusalem. He is the builder of Israel. He is the builder of his chosen people. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He is the creator of ends of the earth. He is Israel creator. Hallelujah. He is faithful creator. He is the father of light. He is former of all things. God of all earth. God of all heaven. God of heaven and earth. He is the king of heaven. The lord of heaven and earth. He is the maker of heaven and earth. He is our potter. He is our maker. He is holy. He is righteous. He is our consuming fire. He is our avenger. He is fear of ice. He is the father of the fatherless. Hallelujah. He is the father of those that don't have a father. A father of those who don't have a mother. He is glorious. He is the strength of us. Hallelujah. He is holy. He is our holy father. He is the holy one. The holy one of Israel. He is our justice. He is the true posture. He's the one that judge all. He is the one of the judge of all earth. The mighty God. He is the law giver and the law taker. He is light of Israel. He is our protector. He is our defender glory. He is our righteous God. He is our righteous judge. He is the righteous one. He is the Lord of righteousness. Yahweh to sit new. He is the Lord who sanctifies Yahweh Makadish my God. He is upright one. He is wonderful. He is God our Lord our King glory. He is the eternal King. He is the great King. He is the God of God. He is Jacob King. He is kings of kings and lords of Lord. He is King of eternal, immortal, invisible. He is the King of glory, the King of heaven, the King of Israel. Hallelujah. The King of the nation, the King of the saints, the kings of the age, ages of days, King 
over the whole heavens and earth. King of the Lord of hosts. He is Lord Eldonai. Hallelujah. He is the Lord God, severe God. Lord of all earth. Lord of all heaven. Lord of kings of kings and lords of lords. He's the Lord of hosts. Majesty in heaven. Majesty on earth. He is my God, my king, my king of God, my king, my king of God. He is my prince. He is of all things. He is the ruler inside the impotent. He is omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipotent. He is a being of God. He is God, our fortress, our protector, our buckler. He is our dwelling place, our, our fortress, our glorious sword. He is our helper. He is the hiding place, our high tower. He is the horn of my salvation. He's my keeper. He is the lipper of my head. He's my glory. He's my song. He's my strength. He's my refuge. I'm just telling you who my God is. Amen. You got to make this personal. Who is your God? Sometimes you got to write it down because he's so much in this mind. Can't contain it all. So I'm just letting you know who my God is. He is my song. He is my strength. He is my refuge. He is the rock of eternal. The rock of Israel. The rock of the refuge. He is my shade. He is my shelter. He is my strength. He is the shield of me and the shield of my people. He is the strong fortress, my strong refuge, and my strong tower. He is Jehovah Gloria. He is stronghold of my life. He's a very great rewarder. He is the Lord that provides. He is my shepherd. He is my cup. He's everlasting life. He is God of seeing. Hallelujah. He's my healer. He's my help. He's my helper. He's my hope. He's my hope. He's my shepherd. He is my spring of living water, my fountain of living water. He is my son. He is my sustainer of my spirit of my soul. He's my upholder of my life. He is Yahweh. He's Yahweh. Shama. The Lord is there. He's my true pastor. He is my Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord that provides for me. He's my Abba Father. I say he's my Abba Father. He is the bridegroom. He is Eliam. Hallelujah. Everlasting Father. He's a father of compassion. He's a father of love. Of, of love. He's a father of glory. He's a father of light. Uh, he's a father of the spirit. Uh, he's a father all in one. He is the father, hallelujah, of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. He is the God of Jacob. The God of Israel, the God of our fathers, the God of your fathers. Glory to Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. God. He is our Godhead, our identity, our divine, our divinity. He is our Heavenly Father, our Holy Father. He is our Holy Father, our husband. Uh, he is a God that is jealous. Uh, he's a jealous God. He's a Lord of God. Uh, he is the God of all grace.
grace. Uh, he's a compassionate God, a gracious God, a faithful God, a, a God of truth, my God, a father of compassion, a forgiving God, a God of comfort, a God of hope, a God of love, and a God of peace. He is steadfast and encouragement, God. Uh, he is gracious and merciful. He is a God that loves. He's a God that is our Savior, who's our Redeemer. He's our Deliverer. He's a God of peace. Uh, he is my Savior. He is my salvation. Uh, he is the Prince of Peace. Uh, he is the Prince of Peace. Uh, he is my Redeemer, my Kingsley, my Redeemer. He's the rock of my salvation. He is God. Hallelujah. We give God the glory because He is God. Hallelujah. Shamaha Rosakaya. It's something when you can just give praise, hallelujah, to who God is. Amen. Hallelujah. We just thank God on this evening. We're not going to be before you long. Hallelujah. God is coming to do what he's coming to do. And we're going to get up out of here. Amen. It's something about when we come into the house of God and we come and do what God says do. Because when we set out the will of God, then we miss God. And I believe in this time and season, we're not trying to miss God because we have already missed him in some areas, hallelujah, in the last, in the last season. But I believe that we're maturing to obey God, to do and be what he is calling us to be. So we're going to move right into our teaching on today. We begin to continue to teach in the book of Nehemiah. God, I thank you right now that you will decrease me, that the spirit of God will increase in me, that your word will come forth, that it will be plain, that your people will hear it, that your people will receive it, that it will touch their spirit, that change will come, deliverance will come, healing will come, miracles will come, and that the word of God will renew their mind and will change that outcome in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for taking over my tongue because it's not by my own might or by my own power, but only by the spirit of God. So Holy Spirit, we call on you right now to come forth and speak what the says the Lord God through your word, through the teaching of your word, through your logos, through your rama, so that the people can get a revelation and understanding of the mysteries that you're about to release through this book of Nehemiah, so that we can arise and that we can begin to be able to activate and be ready to build what you have called us to build in this season. And God, we give you glory. We give you honor and we thank you on this evening in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me hear the church say amen. See, when you say amen, that lets me know that you are in agreement with God's word. Hallelujah. I'm not saying you're in agreement with me, but you're in agreement with God's word because God's word is within me and God is speaking through me and you're hearing God through me. So that means that the spirit of God is speaking to you. So as we begin to um, interact together, amen is good because it lets the spirit of God know that you're receiving receiving his word hallelujah i'm not saying to say amen because it sounds good and it's tickling your ears but let it be able to hit some areas in your life where it's beginning to bring change and deliverance is coming i told you once before that i do not like to go anywhere if the word is not pricking me see i don't look at it as they're preaching at me i look at it as the spirit of god is speaking to me because i need to go to a place where i'm receiving deliverance i don't feel like i've already about arrived even though i'm an apostle. I believe that we all need cleansing daily. So I thank God for the word of God when it begins to hit my spirit when I go into the house of God and the man or woman of God is speaking God's word because that means that I am able to be teachable and reachable and able to receive what God has for me in the now and to get to my next. 
So remember that anytime you go into the house of God, that you're going in to receive not only a word, but you're going to receive a word that's going to cleanse you, a word that's going to reform you, transform you, and the renewing of your mind will be renewed so that you can walk in your newness. Amen. Hallelujah and glory to God. So let's go ahead and move into what we're talking about on this evening. We've been talking about the book of Nehemiah. We've been stuck in chapter 2 because of something about chapter 2. Because it is setting us up for the build. That's right. Nehemiah have been called to rebuild Jerusalem. Amen. And this was not an easy task. Amen. See, this project was achievable. Why? Because the hand of God was on him and the king word sent him to prepare and finish a work. And not only that, when he got there, the people were ready to participate. Amen. See, it's nothing like having those ready to participate in God's work. See, God's work sometimes can be hard when it's just you. But when God gives you a divine revelation and he gives you a divine call to go forth and do what he's called you to do, he will always send divine helpers. He will send those that will come and help build what he has sent you to build. They may not stay, but they have come to build what God has called you to build. So don't get caught up when they leave. Just know that they came in the right timing to help you build what God called you to build. So everybody may not participate, but that's okay. Only those that is divinely connected to you in this season is going to participate. They may not look like you, and they may not sound like you, and they may not have ran with you, but know that in this season that God is sending some people who is going to stand with you. The same people who stood with Nehemiah and said, let us rise up and build. Hallelujah. And then they begin to do what? They begin to strengthen their hands. One thing that hands represent, hallelujah, is the fire ministry. I told you that earlier this morning. And not only do the hands represent the fivefold ministry, but also the hands represents the power and authority of God because it was the right hand of God, hallelujah, that released power. Remember, it was the right hand that the staff was in and hallelujah, Moses had, hallelujah, when he began to rise, raise the staff, hallelujah, and they began to win, hallelujah. But when he allowed the staff to be lifted down, that's when they began to lose. So it's something about the right hand of God. Amen. It releases power and his authority for you to begin to move and to participate in the rebuilding and restoration of what God has sent you to build. Amen. These people, they were ready. But remember that there was some Tobias and there was some Symbolics and there was some Keshams that was trying to discourage them. They were trying to detour them and to uh, make them feel uncomfortable. You know, people can always try to intimidate you so that you won't finish the work. But I come on this place on today and I decree and declare that you would not allow the spirit of intimidation to intimidate you no more. You would not allow the spirit of manipulation 
to control you no more, but you will arise and begin to build what God have called you to build. See, this intimidation that Tobiah, Sabalit, and Geshem did towards the people, it did not work anymore. Why? Because there was a Nehemiah, hallelujah, on board. Nehemiah came into place. Nehemiah was a man of loyalty. Nehemiah was a man of strength, a man of value, a man of integrity, but mainly of all, he was a man of prayer. His hand, hallelujah, was in prayer. His mind was in prayer. All of him was in prayer. Matter of fact, matter of fact it was God that sent him, hallelujah, because he was on his face in prayer. Amen. And anytime you got somebody with you that knows how to pray and somebody that will stand on the word of God and believe and know and stand strong with you, know that your wall will be built. Hallelujah. And I don't care how many Tobias and Sabalics and Keishams that come your way. You will not fail and you will not give up. But you will arise and begin to build and your hands will begin to be strengthened. Hallelujah. For you to begin to do a great work. Amen. They were equipped for the work. Amen. That's right. In the book of Nehemiah chapter 2 verses um, 17, 18, 19, and 20. We have read those verses, amen. But I want us to go back and just read them really quickly. In 17, it says, Then said I unto them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lie waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the walls of Jerusalem, that we be no more reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, and also the king's word that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. But when Sabalik the Hornite and Tobiah the servant, the Amnonite and the Geshem the Arabian heard it, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this thing that you do? Will you rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us and therefore his servants will arise and build. But ye have no portion nor right nor memorial in Jerusalem. So Nehemiah let them know like, look, you can come and try to detour us, distress us, frustrate us, but we would not lose focus. We gonna keep our eyes on the prize. Hallelujah. We gonna keep pressing towards the prize of the mark of our high calling, our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care what you come with. I don't care what you say. Don't you know that I was sent? The hand of God is on me. And not only is the hand of God on me, the king also sent me. Hallelujah. So I know that I am called to this and I am built for this and I am anointed for this. So no matter what you say, I'm going to get through and finish and fulfill the work that God has equipped me to do. Because God put a plan in Nehemiah's mind. Hallelujah. That's why when he waited three days, God began to reveal to him. God began to speak to him and lay out the blueprint for him and to show him. He didn't just drop it down in his spirit, but he went out and he surveyed the land. He went out by himself and began to look around and begin to see the things that were needed to be repaired. Amen. See, you got to put some faith with your work. You got to put some works with your faith. You can't just say, oh, by faith, and then it just fall out the sky. It don't work like that. No, 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 no. No, you have to work your faith. Amen. See, God gave Nehemiah the plan. Three days. Amen. He did not announce his presence. He did not announce and say why he was coming. He just went there secretly. Hallelujah. And began to inspect the damage at night. He went there secretly to be able to see what was before him. Amen. See, the plan also.
also included teamwork. The plan included unity. The plan included integrity, included compassion and love. The plan just didn't include, just didn't um, just say we're going to go build you back Jerusalem. No, it also included teamwork, cooperation, persistently. Hallelujah. And also for them to what? Trust God. Amen. Also, he had to begin to what? Look carefully and see how he was going to be able to not only rebuild this, but get the people on board to also help rebuild so that they can stay focused because he knew that Tobiah and Symbolic and Geisha was going to be around and try to discourage the people and try to intimidate the people. But he needed to make sure that he kept their focus on just building. Amen. So he had to strategically listen to God's plan and strategically listen to what God was telling him. Amen. See, he was a great leader because he knew how to inspire the people. He didn't go and tell them just this big story. Oh, when we get finished building, you're going to have these luxury houses and you're going to have all this money and you're going to have this and you're going to have that. He didn't give them all of that. All he said is that the hand of God was on him and that the king Word sent him. That's all he said. So that right there inspired the workers for them to say, let us rise up and build. Hallelujah. And not only just rise up and build, but let us strengthen our hand. Many, let us come together as a team in unity. Amen. So he began to speak to the people. He began to encourage them. And he also began to share with them, hallelujah, about the king and how the favor of the king came upon him and how the favor of God came upon him. That right there is what motivated the king because when they heard that God had, see these people, they already been through so much. They didn't have nothing left but God. Some have went astray. Some have went out and began to do all types of things. Many left, but these type of, these people had hope. They was hoping for something great. They knew that their God could not just leave them because they understood the word that God would never leave them nor forsake them. They were standing on the word. They were standing on the promise. They knew one day that the walls of Jerusalem was going to be rebuilt. And now same ones that began to believe and stand. Here come Nehemiah. Hallelujah. And he began to say that the hand of God was on him and that the king word stood behind him. My God. What a word that encouraged the people, that inspired the people, that is what motivated the people, that made them begin to work immediately. See, he didn't have to beg them and say, come on, you need to come over here and do this, or you need to come over here and do that. You know, sometimes we got to beg people just to do something, just to pick up something, just to go somewhere for us. But in this time and season, you're not going to have to beg nobody, because God is bringing divine connections in your life. All you're going to have to do is just tell them what you want and where you want them to go. Glory. And God is going to send them and they're going to fulfill and do what God have equipped them to do to help you rebuild these walls and these gates that's been falling down in this time and season. These people
people were motivated. These people were ready. These people was ready to work. They was tired of being intimidated by Symbolic and Tobiah and Geisha. Hallelujah. They was ready to fight back. Amen. But fight back and rebuild it. See, sometimes we don't have to fight back with our words. We don't have to fight back with anger. We don't have to fight back with hatred or bitterness. We can fight back with love. We can fight back to let them know we got a plan before us. We got a blueprint to follow. We got the architect to give us the structure of whatever it is that we're about to build. We ain't got time for no intimidation. We ain't got time for no manipulation. And we definitely ain't got time for no haters or no dream killers. But we're here to rebuild and we're here to activate what God have given unto us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit that is within us in order for us to rebuild these walls and these gates of Jerusalem. I'm talking about the same Jerusalem was then and the same Jerusalem that is now. We got to rebuild our country, rebuild our cities, rebuild our household, rebuild our schools, rebuild our marriages. Come on now, rebuild our churches. Amen. It is the same walls and the same gates that have been burnt down, broken down by hatred. Hallelujah. By sexes, hallelujah, by, by prejudice, amen, by discrimination, by all things that's out the will of God. It is time for the love of God to come and close up every gap of hatred, every gap of prejudice, every gap of discrimination, every gap of bitterness. Come on now. We need this same, hallelujah, motivation, this same hallelujah inspiration that these people had. Hallelujah. He began to not only, amen, help the people be motivated, but he also helped them understand what teamwork was. He began to divide them into teams, amen, of families to work, amen. He did not separate families, amen. Don't you know the best team is family? When you can work together as a family, meaning your own family. I know it's kind of hard trying to get your family back in order, but see, that is our first assignment. We have to go and get our families back. We got to go get our children back. We got to go get our husbands and wives back. We got to go, come on, y'all. Our family is first. Amen. How are we going to go and minister to somebody else's family when we can't minister to our own? So I stand here today and I call out to my family. Amen. I told y'all this is a church where I'm preaching about me amen hallelujah and I read and I right now I extend my hand and I call out to my family right now and I even invite you and ask you come on out to SOAR International Outreach Network in Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry every Sunday 10.30am and every Sunday evening at 6.30pm so that we can strengthen one another so God can pour into you amen I'm calling on my family to come out and support hallelujah me to come out and not only support me but also come on and, and take over your household come on your household need to get in order amen I was the same one out there in the streets I was the same one out there doing all types of things but look at me I'm your niece I'm your cousin I'm your sister I'm your come on now I, I, I'm somebody to you and we family you see how God changed my life and God can do the same thing for you so I'm calling on my family amen to come into the house of God to come and do a great work so that we can rebuild 
what was torn down so that we can call down every stronghold that's in our family. Amen. You know, every family has a strong man. Amen. And some of you know your strong men in your family. Amen. And I call down the strong men in my family. Amen. Hallelujah. And I cast you out in the mighty name of Jesus, the same strong man that holds down my family. Amen. From every addiction, glory to God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So God, we know. See, we have to know the strong men that are in our families. Amen. Because we have to be able to pursue it through prayer. Amen. Through inspiration. Hallelujah. So Nehemiah began to what? Bring them together as teams of family to work in different sections of the place. Amen. Of the wall. He began to pray, um, prayerfully prepare. Hallelujah. For the opposition that was outside. You know, there's always opposition that's going to be outside of whatever you try to build. But see, God will always send watchmen. See, watchmen are those that will watch out and give you heads up to let you know that there is a symbolic, come on, an enemy in secret that is behind the enemy wall, that's behind the gate, that is trying to creep in, hallelujah, and stop the work of glory. So, Nehemiah had to not only set them in teams of family and show them how to build and what to build, amen, but he also had to stand outside because there was opposition that would try to come into the um, gates and come into the walls that were being prepared. He had to stop, hallelujah, the Tobias. He had to stop the Geshams and he had to stop the Symbolics because he knew that they would try to set up somebody to try to sneak in, come on now because symbolic name means enemy in secret means that he will always try to sneak in one of his secret agents to try to come and see what work is being done you know that's how the enemy does he will always try to send in one of his imps amen you know, an imp is somebody that will come and try to spy on behalf of Satan. Amen. He will act or she will act like they're with you and act like they're for you. But really, they're just trying to come and get some information for Satan. That's why you got to be careful who you talk to and you got to be careful what you say. Because you never know. Satan is always on a prowl. He's always trying to send some Tobias or some Symbolics and some Keyships to try to hijack what it is that God is giving you to do. That's why Nehemiah was positioned outside as well. He understood because he used to work for the king amen. So he understood how to position himself and how to look out for the enemy outside the walls. Hallelujah. Outside the gate. You gotta know how to strategically identify the enemy outside the boundaries of the wall and outside the gate. I'm not telling you to step out the hedge of protection. You step inside the protection, but you gotta be able to identify Gloria outside the walls and outside the gate and know exactly what to pray for strategically, glory to God. You gotta know those strategic prayer points uh, because the enemy is always on the prowl trying to see how he can come in. He never comes down, hallelujah. He's always up on the prowl. He's always looking to try to get you. That's why you cannot stop praying. You cannot stop praying. You have to pray without ceasing because the enemy is keep on keeping on he's trying to find a way in glory to God Nehemiah had wisdom and he understood leadership see he already knew how 
the rebuild was going to go. He organized the people strategically. He delegated the work strategically. He administered the work strategically. But guess what? There's always a challenge that will arise when you are strategically um, organizing and delegating and administering something. I don't care how good you are at it. There's going to always be a challenge that's going to try to arise. But you got to be alert. You got to be on alert. You got to understand that even when it arrives, don't take your focus off what you're called to do. See, he also fed 150 Jews and officials daily without using his own allowance. See, he knew how to bless the people. See, it wasn't just about him coming there and making money or coming there and taking something from the people. He was going to help rebuild what was taken away from the people. See, we got to understand that it's not always about us. See, sometimes we're going to have to give out of our own. We're going to have to give out of our, our own expense. We're going to have to give out of our Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Our own, hallelujah, Nehemiah did just that. He was a great leader. He was a servant. He understood the people he led. See, you got to understand the people that God, are, God is calling you to lead. They're not your people, first of all. You got to understand that in the beginning. You got to understand that there's God, there are God's people. See, when we understand that my people that are called by my name, God's people, because the word of God says in 2 Chronicles, um, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people that are called by my name, when we're able to identify they are God's people and we're just leading his people through the vision that he has given unto us to help feed them and lead them so that he can bring them to where he's calling them to come. Through his word. Hallelujah. So he was a leader. He understood how to lead the people. Leaders provide not only information, but also dedication. They dedicate their lives to the people. They dedicate what they're called to do for the people. He continued doing a great work. But first of all, he continued being an intercessor. He did not stop praying. Prayer was his waking up and laying down. He prayed and prayed.
praying consistently because he had to stay in the face of God. Why? Because that's how he was able to strategically hear the plans that God had for him to rebuild Jerusalem. So the key ingredient to any prayer is staying in prayer with God by faith. Hallelujah. See, faith comes by what? Hearing and understanding the word of God. Then a prayer that is based upon God's word will, will, will not fail, but it will produce a result. So that's why we have to continue to pray without ceasing. Stand in the face of God. But we also need to make sure that we also receive something else. Because even though God called Nehemiah to build the walls of Jerusalem and the gates, he also sent a man of patience, a man that had hope. You got to have patience with people. You got to be hopeful with people. See, patience is a fruit that is not easily obtained. It is one of the fruits of God. But it's one of a fruit, one of the fruits that if you can ever obtain it, my God, you will be right there in the in, in the vein of God. Because when you learn how to be patient with people, oh my God, what a great fruit to obtain. See, Nehemiah understood what patience was. He prayed for four months, four months before God answered his first prayer. Go back to chapter one. Amen. He took his time in prayer. He didn't just rush even after he heard God. He, he, he didn't just rush and say, well, I'm going to build a wall because God told me to. Uh -uh. He wanted to know for sure, God, is this you? It's nothing wrong wanting to know for sure. It's not that you don't trust God. It's not that you don't believe God. But sometimes you just need that insurance. Because it gives you that extra boost of faith. Boost of faith. So he didn't just run out there just because God said. He had a look. That look was a sad look. And here comes the first confirmation. The king said, wait a minute. This don't look like the, the Nehemiah I know. The Nehemiah I know is always joyful. Always loving, always up and glowing, and always the people always helping somebody. But today, his continents look like something wrong. So you need to be around some people that can divinely and discern your spirit and know that when something is not right, they're able to pray for you. They may not call you, but they're praying for you. And you know they're praying because things begin to break. Things begin to break. And they may not come in your mind at first like, oh, I know such and such is praying for me. But when things begin to break, and it begins to break off, and then they begin to think like, you know what? I should have called so-and-so. But guess what? they already been praying for you. Because the Spirit of God has already revealed to them what you're going through. And then guess what? When they do call you, guess what? You're already getting through the midst of it. And then they're just saying, keep on praying. Because God has already showed them. See, a lot of times we ain't even got to talk about it. Let's just pray about it. Let's stand on the word of God and believe and know that we're not coming down, board, board, heaven, until he answered the prayer. So we're going to bust open heaven, continue praying without ceasing, just like Nehemiah. Because God did not answer him on the first prayer. He kept praying and praying. Then here come the brother. The brother began to tell him another confirmation. Then the king said, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me go to my God in heaven. 
And if I hear this in my, with my God in heaven, hey, I'm sending you. Come on now, confirmation. Confirmation, confirmation. Then when he get there, then God begin to give him the letters. God begin to give him the material. Then not only that, when he get there, the people is already willing, motivated, and ready. Come on, they're ready. They are ready to build. It's hard to get people to be ready to build your vision. I'm not talking about your own vision. I'm talking about the vision of God that God gives to you. Sometimes you got to try to sell it to them. But see, you don't have to sell God's vision. Because God will put it in the heart of his people to want to help. They will, You won't even have to ask them. They'll just come help. Right? One of my daughters, she always just come and just help. I don't even have to tell her. Do this, do that. She'll sit there very humbly. She won't just come in just doing anything. She respects God's house. Even though she's equipped to do everything in here. But she'll wait. And soon when I say, hey, could you do this? She already equipped ready. She do it. No questions. Do, do she get paid? Nothing. She helps. She'll do this, do that. I remember one time I had these big old bags of potatoes and onions that was heavy. She took that bag, threw it over her shoulder, threw it in the dumpster. Glory to God. I was like, whoa. Hallelujah. I had on my heels like, well, do you want me to help by the time I get out the car? She done threw it up. Whoa. Hallelujah. So I'm saying, we don't have to bag nobody. God bless you, woman of God. You know who I'm talking about. Amen. I ain't got to call your name out. I love you. And know that I am grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. I know I tell you all the time, but I'm saying it to you right now. I'm so grateful for your discernment and your willfulness and your love of God that you want to help God in his house. God bless you. And I know that God's going to do great things in your life because you're such a servant. Hallelujah. And I love you. But God loves you more. Glory to God. God told me to tell you that. You have not been forgotten. Hallelujah. Keep on keeping on. God got you. Hallelujah. We thank God. Amen. But yeah, Nehemiah, he, God began to answer him in every area. So he knew that it was God speaking. Hallelujah. So God did not just answer him. He waited patiently. But he kept patiently reminding the people to trust God. See, even though, come on, Tobiah, Sabalit, Gisham, and they other Ammonites and Heronites and Arabians, you know, it was a, a skip, a, a lot of them. They was trying to discourage them. They was trying to come on in to tell them, put down your tools, put down your sword. Nehemiah said, ah, keep that sword up. Keep them tools going. Keep one hand working, another hand lifted in prayer. Because we're going to finish this wall. Don't allow intimidation to stop you. But he was patient. He didn't holler at the people. He didn't get mad at the people. He didn't lead the people. You know, come on, men and women of God. We get mad at the people because we want them to be where we expect them to be. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me help you. Now, we, we, we haven't always been where we are today. Let me help somebody. You know, we started somewhere. You know, God was patient with us. We didn't have it all together. No, 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 no. We didn't have it all together. God was patient with us. He gave us a chance after a chance after a chance after a chance and another chance and another chance and another chance. I don't know about you. And another chance and another chance and another chance. Come on now. And another chance and another chance and another. Oh, my God. If I keep going on, another chance will be all night. But he had patience with us. We have to have that same patience with people. But I'm not telling 
people just do anything and live a lie. No, we give them the truth, but how we give it to them is so vital. We got to give them the truth and love. Hallelujah. You know, we come against the spirit of perversion. We come against the spirits of homosexuality. But at the same time, we let them know God created man and woman to be together. God loves you as who you are. So let's get into a place and find out what identity issue that you have to make you believe that you want to go this way when God has called you to be a man, when God has called you to be a woman. See, there's a way that we come at people. We come with, at people in love, amen. But at the same time, we just don't throw them, hallelujah, to the woods, amen. But we definitely don't stand there and agree with the lie. But we have to show compassion, but also come with the truth and let them know God God did not create, hallelujah, Adam and Steve, but Adam and Eve, hallelujah. So therefore, we got to make sure that we are speaking the truth in love, not in discrimination, not in prejudice, not in hate, but in truth, amen. And we have to be patient with people. It's not easy. People will sow discord against you. People will come against you. People will try to tear down your character. Come on. You got some character assassinators out there. Why? Because you're trying to help and make sure that their spiritual state is more um, 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 intact than their natural state. But they hate you. So they go out and they sow discord about you because you care about their spiritual state instead of their natural state. Come on now. And that right Right there makes the enemy mad so he begins to make them believe a lie and then they begin to go and spread a lie but y'all we gotta be patient with them I'm not saying to agree to what they do but we must love them anyway amen and trust God hallelujah to bring them back to him amen is it easy no because when people try to assassinate you through your name assassination and character assassination it is hard sometimes for you to get your name back. But one thing I do love is that man and woman did not give me my name. God did. And because God gave me my name, can't nobody, hallelujah, take my name from me. Amen. Can't nobody take who I am in God because I know who I am anointed to be. I know who I'm called to be. I know who I am that I am to be. Amen. I know my I amness. Amen. I know that I am a royal, hallelujah, priesthood. I know that I am a holy nation. I know that I'm the apple of God's eye. I know that I am a son of God. I know that I am one of his children. I know I am a friend of God. I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that I am a priest. Hallelujah. And the king of my household. Amen. So I know who I am in God. Not who I am anointed to be, but I know who I am called and created to be. It's a difference. Amen. So you cannot allow people to take away who you were created to be. Amen. Because the enemy would try to come and steal, kill, and destroy. That is his job description. Thank you Jamal, Dr. Jamal Bryant. He preached on today the job description of the enemy. It is to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his job description. Amen. Very simple. So I'm telling you, when you see somebody that's trying to kill you, destroy you, hallelujah, you better know that that is the enemy and you better get far away from them. Amen. What is your job description on today? Are you patient? Are you hopeful? Are you a man or woman of integrity? Are you a man or woman of character, of honor, hallelujah, of loyalty? What is your job description on today? 
Because Nehemiah was patient, amen. He allowed God to fight for him. That's why he had to encourage the people. Listen, you keep your sword in one hand, the word of God, prayer, trust, stand on God, obey God, and keep the tools and keep on building. Let me help you build your most in and holy faith. Let's keep on praying in the spirit as we build it. Let's keep on speaking the word of God as we build it. Because what I'm doing is I am reminding you how to trust in God. And God will fight for you and God will help you because those that wait upon the Lord he will renew their strength that's right see Nehemiah believed that God will use him to get the wall built he never tried to attack the enemy because God he knew that God will fight for him amen he knew that God will be there for him and that because he trusted God that God will deal with them see when you know that you are a son of God you don't have to worry about fighting your battles because you know that God will fight your battle. What you do is you say, Lord, have mercy on them. Do they know who they messing with? Do they know that they are messing with your daughter, your sons and daughters of God? See, the thing is, I always say, you better be careful because I am one of Jesus' kids. Amen. See, you can't just do me any kind of way and just think you're going to get away with it. Don't you know I am special to God? Don't you know he loves me so much? Don't you know I am the apple of his eye? Don't you know that I am everything to him? See, I know who I am, what who God is to me, and I know who who I am to God. So you better be careful on how you handle me. You can't handle me any kind of way. You just can't talk about me. You just can't use me. You just can't do what you think you can do to me, and don't think that God won't show me and God won't tell me. See, a lot of you don't even know God has already show me and God has already told me all the things that you have done to me but because I exemplify the love of God and because I know who I am in God rejection, jealousy and all those things can never come and take me out why? because I have been delivered and overcome those things why? because in childhood I was rejected in childhood I was abandoned in childhood I went through all of that huh? in childhood I was an orphan but now because the hand of God is upon me I know who I am called to be. Uh, so those things cannot get to me uh, because I recognize God's blessing in his favor. Uh, and I share the good news of my Lord Jesus Christ to you to let you know uh, that the favor and the blessings of God is also upon you. Uh, God is preparing you. Uh, God has anointed you. Uh, you were born to lead. Amen. You was born, hallelujah, to rebuild the walls. Uh, you was born to rebuild the gates. Uh, you were born, hallelujah, to stand for this. I say that you are anointed for this. You are built to last. You won't die in the midst of this. See, Nehemiah acted with wisdom. Even when he asked the king for help, amen, he only shared with him where he wanted to go. And he asked for the ladders, hallelujah, and the supplies. But he did not go specifically into details on what God said. Why? Because it was not none of his business, amen. God had already given him the blueprint. God just used the king to confirm what God had already given to him, amen. It was the letters that, that, that allowed him to pass through, amen. He he began to humble himself. He began to pray. He began to seek his face. And then he began to hear from heaven. God 
chose his prayer. God used him as the vehicle to go and rebuild the walls, amen, to participate in a benefit, not only spiritual, but naturally, because the people was about to rebuild the walls and the gates that were torn down. Why? Because prayer is the most powerful tool that we can ever have in our hands, amen. It changes lives. It changes lives, hallelujah. Prayers are words strategically that we speak into the atmosphere, and what happens, it begins to evoke heaven. It begins to break open heaven, and God begins to stick his head out and begin to look down because there's a sound when we begin to speak the words through our prayer. There is a sound, amen. See, we all have a significant sound unto God. It's your sound that gets God's attention. My sound don't sound like your sound. Your sound don't sound like my sound, but there is a sound that gets God's attention. There is a mourn and a groan that gets God's attention. You gotta know how to bust heaven open with the sound. It can't just be none of those religious prayers or traditional prayers. You gotta know how to pray in the spirit. You gotta know that God, I'm coming because God, there is a 911. See, there's a sound for a 911. You don't go in just with a strategic prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, the Father of all gods. No, you gotta go in. See, those are prayers huh, that are so strategic. Huh? Those are 911 sounds. Huh? That is 911 huh? frequency huh? to heaven. Huh? Calling down my kill, huh? the warned angels huh? to warn on our behalf. Huh? There is war going on. Huh? There's war going on. Huh? There's a sound when war is going on. Huh? There's a sound when blessings need to be released. Come on now. There's a sound when healing needs to be released. Huh? There is a sound in our prayer language. Huh? There's a sound in our words when we pray unto heaven. Huh? We got to be able to evoke heaven. Huh? Break open heaven. Huh? Let God stick his head out huh? and say, is that my daughter? Is that my son? What do they want? Huh? I know they've been obedient. Huh? I know they've been faithful. Huh? I know they've been doing what I called them to do. Huh? I hear them. Huh? They're crying for me. Huh? There's a mourn. Huh? There's a yawn. Huh? I need to hear them. Huh? I need to go before them. Huh? There's a sound. Huh? I heard that sound before. Huh? Oh, they need me. Huh? This is a 911. Huh? Not a 611. Huh? Not a 211. Huh? But a 911. Huh? Let me call on my kill. Huh? The warring angel. Huh? Let me let him go and fight on their behalf. Huh? I know they need a blessing. Huh? I'm calling down Gabriel. Huh? Raphael. Huh? See, God hears the sound. Huh? There has to be a sound. Huh? A sound that evokes heaven. Huh? A sound that busts open heaven. Huh? God is tired of us huh? sitting back and being quiet. Huh? We gotta make a sound unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Nehemiah knew how to make a sound. And that sound evoked heaven. See, his prayer life built an intimacy relationship with God. He knew how to ask and receive from God. See, we need to also know how to call upon him because he delights in us when we call upon him. He don't want us to be so dependent on us. See, we so dependent on our own wisdom, our own education, our own financial way of being. But we, are, we, we don't never depend on God. 
See, we think we're so strong that we can do everything. But it's not about us. We need to let God be God. Let God be our God. Quit trying to be the God of God. But let God be your God. Amen. Because he is a God that answers prayer. Hallelujah. So we thank God for Nehemiah. Because God put a plan in his mind. God let him know, hey, no matter what, I'm not going to let no obstacle stop this work. Because I know you got some Shabbias, Tobias, some Balits, some Gishas. I, got, I know that they're trying to make you compromise and make you step outside what you're trying to do, what you're called to do. But I'm going to let you be able to see through their plots. I'm going to let you be able to see through the plan of the enemy. But guess what? That didn't work because they could not, it wouldn't work. They could not trap Nehemiah because Nehemiah wasn't going for the okie dokie. Nehemiah wasn't going to let them leave him outside God's plan. He wasn't, he wasn't going to compromise. See, at the end of the day, let me tell you something. You can't compromise just to be with some people just because you don't like something or somebody. You got to stay with truth. Especially when God has called you somewhere. See, people will leave. After they get what they need, they will leave. Because they was never there to help build. They was just there to try to get what they needed. But the thing is, they miss out. Because they disconnect from the blessing. And they think that when they go somewhere else, they're going to be blessed. Most of the time, if you don't finish your assignment, you're going to have to come back around. So we must finish the assignment. We can't keep jumping from A to B, I mean A to C, and skipping B. We have to make sure that we stay in sequence. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Because if you don't, you're going to have to come back around. You're going to have to come back around and get that lesson. Amen. See, people will even try to slander your name. They even try to slander, hallelujah, they had to try to slander um, Nehemiah's name. Amen. They tried to send a report to the king. You know, people will always try to send a report on you. Amen? People will always try to go tell everybody else something because maybe they 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 they, they had a bad situation with you. Amen? And then they would try to make everybody else um, believe the lie. They would make... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cashback. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Everybody else believes something that you made up because you offended. Amen. So people would try to slander you. They will try to say that you're this and you that. But you need to go to God. 
and ask God, show me who they are. See, we don't want to go to God. We want to listen to people. We want to listen to their slander. We want to listen to them constantly slandering um, people. We don't want to go and ask God, God, is this you? Amen? No. We, 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 we don't do that. Amen? We, we, we constantly let people get away. Hallelujah with it. Amen? We, 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 we don't believe what God say. You know, why can't we just go to God and ask God, God, is this you? God, is this this person? Amen? I mean, all you got to do is just ask God. That's all you got to do. See, the thing is, a person cannot just slander somebody and get away with it. Hallelujah. Because see, we should be able to go to God and say, God, is this person like this? Is this person like that? Amen. But we believe the slanderer, the one who is slandering the people. See, they tried to slander and shame Nehemiah. Try to send a report bad to the king. But one thing, one thing is this. It won't work because the king knew Nehemiah. He knew his character. He knew who he was. Hallelujah. See, you can't allow people to come and sow discord in your ear. When you know people and you know the heart of the people and God done showed you their spirit, how dare you let a slanderer come and sow discord about that person? See, the king knew Nehemiah. He knew he was a man of loyalty. He knew he was a man of integrity. He knew he was a man of honor. He knew he was a man of honesty. Come on now. He put his life on the line for the king. He was the cupbearer of the king. Meaning that he stood in a gap of death. So that if any death that was coming to the king, Nehemiah would take the first taste of the glory. The first partake of his death. That's loyalty. Come on. So the king knew his character. So it did not work. Amen. But that's how Nehemiah replied. Amen. He went and prayed for more strength. He didn't go and go against the light. You know, sometimes we back to the center. Sometimes we do got to send it back to the center. Don't get me wrong. Hallelujah. But in this case, he knew Tobiah, God is good. He knew that Sabali, secret, enemy and secret, and he knew the Keisha, my blessings and shower is about to come down. So all of that was hope. All of that knew that it was a plan. So therefore, he didn't have to go after them. He went to his God and began to pray. Hallelujah. He asked God for strength. He refused to meet because he felt like, hallelujah, he was not a priest. You know, when they told him, come on, let's meet in the temple. Another setup. He knew he wasn't a priest. He wasn't trying to make himself all holy and all of this. Hallelujah. I'm going to stay right here. I can pray right here. You know, I ain't got to go all the way over here and pray. I ain't got to pray all like this. I know my secret place. I know how to prostrate. I know how to get before God. Amen. But we are priests and kings of our household. See, Nehemiah knew how to overcome opposition. He knew how. Because he built the walls and gates in 52 days when it took most 70 years. Are you kidding me? That These walls and gates laid in rooms for 70 years. And Nehemiah came and rebuilt it in 52 days? That lets us know, come on, come on, that that was the hand of God. 
was the hand of God 52 days? Only but God. Only but God. It was God that helped him build that in those days. Those, 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 that many of days. Amen. Hallelujah. So that right there was so significant. Amen. Amen and glory to God. He was equipped for the work. He was ready. Amen. He was ready to build what God had called him to build. See, y'all, we got to be ready in this season to build what God has called us to build. See, the walls that have been torn down in our life are walls of rejection, of walls of abandonment, of walls of guilt and shame. God has torn down those walls, and he is rebuilding walls of hope, walls of faith, walls of longevity. He is building the walls in our lives because no longer are we going to have to lay waste and allow those walls that was laying in waste 70 years, amen, to continue to be in our life. Hallelujah. We thank God because even after all of this, he let them know, you know what? We're not going to let them discourage us. We're going to keep on building. Because we know at the end of the day, it's the hand of God that's upon us. And the words came from the king. So they can go and write many letters that they want to try to shame us, to try to slander us. But guess what? It will not work. Because we are called to rebuild these walls. And that's why he said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we have servants will arise and build. And let them know those enemies, guess what? And when we finish building these walls, you ain't going to have no portion in it. No right, no memorial. So for those that are not trying to get on the, on the paddy wagon, let me tell you something. You're not going to come and enjoy this fruit that God is having. If you're not going to participate in stripping your hands with us to reveal, you think God is going to allow you to eat the fruit thereof? Oh, no. Not in this season. You're not going to be able to freeload. Not this time. See, if you don't put your hands in to, with the other hands so that we can all be strengthened as one to do this work, you're not going to be included. Just like the Tobias and Santa Violets and the Gishops, they had no portion, no right, and no memorial. I don't care how much time you say you say, your inheritance, your rights has been taken because if you ain't walking in obedience unto God, if you is not abiding in him and in relationship with him and in obedience in him, you're not going to have no portion in it. All you're going to hear at the end of the day, depart from me, I never knew you. See, therefore, we understand the God of heaven recognized that God, first of all, gave Nehemiah the ability to call on him, to call on him at any time because God knew that Nehemiah needed to call on him all the time while he was there rebuilding the wall because he knew that, first of all, he didn't just win. I told y'all that's not even an English word, um, sentence, English sentence, but he was sent. God sent him on this mission. Hallelujah. And that's what he told those Tobias. He told those Sabbaths and those Gishas. Hallelujah. So you could try to oppose the building of this wall, but guess what? You're not going to have no portion in it because we're going to build these walls. They are going to be completed. And guess what? It ain't going to take 70 years to complete it. 52 days, hallelujah. 52 days those walls was built. Hallelujah, rebuilt. And guess what? 
they were sturdy. And ain't nothing going to bring them down. Why? Because Nehemiah put his trust in God. Just like David, he put his trust in God. When he told him, hey, you telling me all of y'all intimidated by this Pakistan? And all y'all supposed to be calling yourselves soldiers? And you, Saul, supposed to be king? Oh, let me show you. You know who my God is? You know how big my faith is? You see this slingshot? Let me tell you something. What's behind this rock? My rock, my salvation. My salvation, which is the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And he said, I will fight this Philistine. Let me go to him. And he goes, here, you're going to need this war, war clothes. You know, you ain't going to be able to stand up against this pot, uh, Philistine. First of all, he's a giant. And you're just a little old boy. He looked at him like, first of all, I won't even be able to fit your armor. Second of all, it's going to be too heavy. And I'm not going to even be able to move how I need to move. Because i got to be able to praise God. And i got to be able to worship God. And i got to be able to move in God. Because I'm about to fight this big Palestine. And you telling me to put on this war clothes that's too big for me? All i got is a slingshot. Do you remember who I was? Remember I was the old shepherd boy in the back. They had on some dirty, regular old clothes that I kept on for days and months, tending to the sheep. So your armor ain't going to help me because I already know how to stand firm in God by faith. And he came out there and everybody looking and feeling sorry saying, oh, my God, he's about to get defeated. This young boy, he's nothing but a baby. He's nothing but just a little boy. Oh, my God, who sent him out here? But he had God and God took down that Philistine, and everybody, everybody was dancing, and everybody was calling on David. But it wasn't David. It was the God in him, the same God that was in Nehemiah, the same God that's in you on today. So God is saying, arise, 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 rise up, and let's build. Activate the gifts that God has given unto you so that you can rebuild the wall. Rebuild the wall that God has called you to rebuild. To rebuild the wall in your marriage. To rebuild the wall in your children's life. To rebuild the wall in the um, government. To rebuild the wall in your schools. To rebuild the wall in the church. Rebuild whatever walls that God has called you to rebuild. It is time for you to activate the gift that God has given unto you. God has given us so many gifts, but it's like we have taken them and planted them in the ground and said, well, we're going to wait. Hey, come on now. How long are you going to wait? You need to take those gifts and move in God because this is the time that we have to rebuild and strengthen our hands together and look up to one another and help one another and serve with one another and go out and minister together as teams with one another. Because when we come together as one, oh my God, the enemy can't take that. The enemy can't stand that. Why? Because he knows he's defeated. Anytime when the fivefold come together, that do nothing but strengthen the hand that we have together in oneness. Because the fivefold ministry represents the hand. The teacher, the pastor, the evangelist, the prophet, and the apostle. Come on. Hallelujah. I gave you this, I gave you this scenario earlier this morning. The pinky finger is the teacher. You need the teacher to come and come on. Truth. The word of God. Sound doctrine. Sometimes you gotta. Clean out those itchy ears. You know, we only want to hear, hallelujah, what we want to hear. But the teacher got to come and clean out those itchy ears and bring truth. Come on now. The ring finger, the pastor. Why? Because the artery that's in this finger goes to the heart. 
and pastors have the heart for the people. They need to feed the people the word of God and, 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 and hold on to the people and protect the people, the sheep. Hallelujah. Then we got the evangelist, which is the middle finger that, that, that extends out to bring the people in so that they can receive salvation, their healing, their deliverance, so that they can be taught the word of God. Then the prophet, come on, don't come and take over the church or come and come against the pastor. Hallelujah. Or come and take fame of the ministry. But the prophet is who sees and says what God says or what God says only and work with the pastor and work with the apostle. And they work together in an apostolic prophetic anointing to bring deliverance and healing in order for the foundation, hallelujah, of the apostolic to stand strong. And then the apostle is the thumb which holds the foundation of the fivefold. And without the thumb, you can't hold nothing because even without the thumb, you can't even hold nothing. You can't hold a cup. You can't hold anything. You need the thumb, the foundation to hold the fivefold which is the hand, glory to God, the right hand of God, the authority of God and God himself in Jesus' name. I hope I broke that down to you real simple. I told y'all that this is a time and an hour of teaching God's word. Hallelujah. And deliverance. Amen. And I know most of you watching me. But guess what? We're doing something different. We're not going to be live too much longer. Amen. So if you're going to want to come and get this teaching. Amen. You're going to have to come into the house to get it. Amen. The people will still hear a satellite because we're in 287 countries. But the Lord is saying in this time and season, you got to work your faith. You got to come out. We're not trying to get members, glory. We're not trying to get nobody to come and join. Amen. This is not a place to come join. This is an equipment center to equip leaders, to equip you to go out to fulfill your work and your calling. Amen. To encourage, hallelujah, leaders to lift them up, to love them. Those that have been wounded, those that have stopped and gave up and said, I can't do this anymore. Amen. So God is saying that it's too easy for us to get online and see this, but really don't grasp it. So I'm telling you, before you know it, you're going to turn it on Facebook and we're not going to be there. Amen. So you're going to have to come and receive this. Hallelujah in the building. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And we thank God for your life. And we're going to be back on next Sunday, 10.30 a.m., 6.30 p.m. And that's going to be all. Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit speaks. And when he speaks, he speaks. And we don't have to prolong long because he's already spoken on this evening. And I thank God for everybody that have joined us. And those that have been studying with us when the book of Nehemiah chapter 1 and chapter 2. We're finished out chapter 2. We went through verses 2 through, excuse me, chapter 2 verses 1 through 20. We began to talk about the leaders building a community. And we also began to talk about how they started, amen, and also how God cared for them along the way, amen. So we're going into chapter 3 on next week, amen. And as we go into chapter 3, hallelujah, on next week we're going to, oh my God, God is about to bless us, amen. He's about to bless us because this is going to be the, re the, the real rebuilding next to each other, the opposition. We just gave you brief, hallelujah, we gave you brief um, demonstration of God's word preparing us for chapter 3. You know, because as we go into chapter 3, we have already been talking a little bit about chapter 3, if you really call it in the spirit, amen. See, the Holy Spirit will always give us a foundation before we go straight in, amen, so that when we get into chapter 3, 
Amen. In chapter 4, hallelujah, we'll be able to stand on what God is saying to us and really um, take in, hallelujah, the bread of life, which is God's word. Amen. So God is continuing to give us revelation through his word because he wants us to break this word down, line upon line. Amen. So that we can have an understanding on what he is saying because it is something so significant in the book of Nehemiah. It teaches us how to rebuild this wall. I'm not talking about a physical wall, but I'm talking about this spiritual wall that has been torn, torn down in the body of Christ, amen, for one. So we give God the glory, we give God the honor, and we thank God for you joining us again. We thank God for unlimited grace, hallelujah. Prayer ministry, um, Apostle Joe L. Moore, God bless you, man of God, and we thank God for SOAR International Outreach Network, Lady Apostle Robin. You know, two is better than one. We thank God for the collaboration with our ministries, amen, as God has using both of us, amen, to do his work, amen, same like vision, and we give God the glory, amen, that we can come up under one roof and still do the work of God, amen, so we give God the glory for that, amen, a lot of times people, um, hallelujah, fight one another, hallelujah, when, you know, they're walking in their ministry and God is calling them, hallelujah, to do a work, amen, but we must learn to stand together as one, hallelujah, we must strengthen our hands together, hallelujah, because we have one enemy, and that is Satan, we are not one another's enemy, amen, remember that, anytime somebody offends you, know that it's a spirit, and we pray that God deliver them from that spirit, amen, so that God can really use them because a lot of times we don't even know that we're operating in such a demonic spirit. Amen. We 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 believe that it's God, but really it is just a it's a spirit. It's not God. Amen. So we need to pray them, pray for them, and ask God to show them that God will heal them and deliver them so that they would not continue to walk. Hallelujah. In that spirit. Amen. Because a lot of times, just because we're leaders, we feel like we have it all, we get it all right, and that we don't need deliverance, but we need deliverance as well. We should want deliverance every day because we deal with so much, amen. We come up against so much, so many spirits, even in the ministry. So we definitely want to be going to cleansing 24 sevens because you just never know, hallelujah. That's why we got to make sure we keep all doors closed in our life, amen, so that nothing can try to creep in. Then the next thing you know, you're acting angry because that angry spirit done got on you because you done had an open door in your life. Amen. Have you ever happened to you just happy and um, and everything is going good and all of a sudden you're mad? Check your spirit. It's a spirit. And it's because there was a door open that allowed it to enter in. So you need to ask God for deliverance all day, every day. Amen. It never stops. Amen. So we thank God for your life. If there's anyone out there that don't know Christ, that would like to accept him as their Lord and Jesus Christ. I just need for you just to accept him in your heart and say after me, Dear Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Lord God, we, I'm asking you to come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I know that you died for me. I know that you went to Calvary for me. I know that you shared your blood for me. So Lord God, I'm asking you right now to forgive me. Accept me as your son and daughter. Accept me and forgive me of all my sins. And Lord God, I know that you are the Christ. I know that you are Jesus, the anointed one. And Lord, I know that I cannot do this alone. I heard about the precious Holy Spirit. Lord, as I open up my mouth wide, 
release the Holy Spirit upon me in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, allow the Spirit of God to come upon me. And allow me, even as I begin to study your word, allow the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be imparted to me. So even when I open up the word of God, it would not be something strange or foreign to me. But it would allow me to have an understanding of your word. And that I will begin to build my faith, my most inner faith, as I pray in the spirit of God. As I continue to pray and believe you and stand on your word, that you would even divinely connect me, hallelujah, to those that will help me and cultivate me into who you called me to be. That I will have not only you as my covering, but also have those in my life that will be able to strategically pray and stand in the gap for me as well. But knowing that the Holy Spirit is my first in everything. And Lord God, I thank you for saving me on today. I thank you for the precious Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. So we give God the glory. We give God the honor. Amen. And again, we just want to let you know that those that may be in need of food, we also have a food pantry here, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Fairfield, Ohio, Suite 545014. And those that are in need, hallelujah, for food, um, it's by appointment only. But you can always call, hallelujah, Monday through Sunday. The number is 302-990-8476. Again, that number is 302 302- 990-8476, Unlimited Grace um, Outreach Food Pantry, amen, in collaboration with Hands-On Empowerment Resource Center. So we ask you, please, if you like food, come on, do not allow your pride to keep you hungry. You know, a lot of times we say, you know, we don't told everybody we got a Bentley, we got this, but we ain't got no food. It's okay. Don't allow your pride to keep you hungry. Don't allow your pride to keep you starving. Come on. Don't babies got to eat. Come on. You got to eat. Amen. See, our pride will keep us from receiving from God. It don't even matter about all that. Amen. Come and get the food if you need it. It's good food. Amen. It ain't no cheap food. It is name brand food. Amen. We got some fishes. We got some, some sweetest fish. We got Oreo cookies. We got cereal rice krispies. We got spaghetti. We got meatballs. We got chicken. Hallelujah. We got ham. We got hey. God done blessed us, amen. Come on, come on and get it, amen. Hallelujah, like they used to say, come and get it, amen. And it's free. There's no strings attached, amen. We just ask you for a little information, just to sign, that's it, amen. Other than that, come and get it, please, amen. And it's not a strategic um, amount of food that you can get if you need it twice a week, come on. But just be more um, billing of other people, amen. Sometimes you got more in your household, and I know even three times a, a, a month. It's okay, but at the end of the day, we need you to come and get it because God has continued to restock us, amen, with extra stuff. So again, you can call that number, and then it's about appointment only, and we will meet you here. And even on Sundays after service, amen, we also give food out as well. But you will have to let us know ahead of time as you come into these doors, you will fill out a form so that at the end of the service, we would know that you need food, amen. So we thank God for you, and again, we thank God for Apostle Joel Azamora, Unlimited Grace Outreach Pantry. We thank God for Prayer Ministry, Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. We thank God for your life, man of God. Hallelujah. And we just thank God for you. Amen. And until next time, may God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. Have a blessed week in Jesus' name.
great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.